who's in the building. What's up? This is DC Sports Talk with your man Lujo wanting to check in and say hello to everybody on Facebook, Facebook Live. Getting ready to go live on a podcast in a few moments. Just wanted to shout you all out to see how you all were doing since uh, the draft or post-draft. To see what you all thought about the drafts the Redskins had acquired. I thought it was um, a very good draft, but I want to hear your comment. So please come on in and chime in. Let me know what you're thinking uh, in terms of the direction of this team for the 2018 season. Of course, the Wizards were eliminated uh, from the playoffs uh, versus the Toronto Raptors. And we see the Cleveland Cavaliers putting a show together uh, up three to nothing against those same Toronto Raptors. But uh, onto the Redskins, I thought the Redskins had picked up some great uh, additions along the defensive line, of course, with Deron Payne. Uh, what's going on, Phillip? Um, we need to trade Fat Rob, no need for him. Phillip, that is debatable. That is arguable, uh, especially because you don't know everybody else is going to fall. We know Chris Thompson's in. We know that um, uh, Geis is in. We know that Pirine is in. Okay. You still got Bibbs. You still got Byron Marshall. You still got Rob Kelly. Uh, and I don't know where those guys fit. Maybe they fit on special teams. Uh, but as far as a running back is concerned, I think Rob Kelly could be a casualty. Um, but I do like Rob Kelly. Maybe he bulks up and becomes a fullback. I think that's an option, viable, uh, in terms of the crowded running back uh, backfield that we have right now. Maybe we look at Rob Kelly beefing up. Gaining 30, maybe 35 pounds and becoming a fullback. Uh, maybe a Mike Sellers type-esque type of guy uh, that can uh, run uh, on goal line situations. So uh, back to the draft. I thought Deron Payne was an excellent addition. George Wood is in the building. Adolfo's in the building. Uh, let me know who you are, where you're from. Uh, wanting to talk post-draft about the team. And I thought Tim Settle, defensive tackle, was a very good addition from Virginia Tech. I thought Stroman uh, was a very good addition. He might be the Kendall Fuller replacement that we lost via the Alex Smith trade. I thought that uh, Apke was a good special teams dra uh, a draft pick. I thought probably could have got him in later rounds, but I'm okay with him, especially because he runs a 4-4-40 uh, for a safety, and that is um, a very good uh, top flight speed. Um, what's going on? Uh, those of you that are in here, 14 of you all, let me know who you are, where you're from. You're right here on DC Sports Talk with your man Lujo, and I am giving you my observation from the NFL draft. Uh, I thought that Trey Quinn, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick uh, in the last round of the draft. Uh, what's going on, Charles Taylor? What's going on, uh, guys? Uh, Mr. Irrelevant is actually going to, I believe he's going to make this squad potentially as a fourth or fifth wide receiver i think uh throughout the summer and throughout training camp he could be the wide receiver to bump brian quick mo harris uh and i think robert davis is uh going to be a formidable wide receiver for years to come as well uh, the six round draft pick from last year uh so once again let me know who's in the building where you're from what do you think about the draft i think deron Payne was a solid pickup i think had vita vea not gone off the board they probably would have got vita vea but Deron Payne was a good backup solution to that problem at the nose tackle position. Um, I think that overall draft, you get an A minus. I thought the Troy Apke safety pick could have been 
uh, later on, you probably could have picked up another guard. Uh, it's been rumored that Ty Seki could move from tackle to guard. Uh, and they also picked up uh, young guy Jerron Christian in the third round, who could possibly move to guard as well. Uh, so I think that the formidable front line that you have on this Redskins offense is, one, going to give Alex Smith time, and it's going to keep his jersey clean. I think you also have an offensive line that's going to allow you to do some major, major damage in the run game, especially with Geis, P. Ryan, uh, and Chris Thompson uh, coming off injury as well, uh, going to add a prolific, prolific running game to this offense. Uh, Church Hill's in the building. Sean Harris, what's going on, cousin? In the building. Galen's in the building. Daryl in the building. Ryan is in the building. Uh, Esteban is in the building. What do y'all think? Fresno Cali is in the building. Uh, what's going on, Big Sean? Uh, I thought the draft was a very good draft. Uh, I, I thought that the Redskins picked up some additional pieces along the defensive line, as well as Strowman, who could be the Kendall Fuller replacement uh, as a corner. Can't forget DeShazer Everett. Can't forget Quentin Dunbar. Can't forget Fabian Moreau and Orlando Skandrick. I think from a holistic perspective, the defense looks a lot better than it looked last year on paper. What's going on, Casey Johnson? Cousin is in the building. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico is in the building. Don't get me started. Y'all are logging in from all over the world. I think that Strowman could be the Kendall Fuller replacement with the loss of Kendall Fuller in the third um, third round draft pick that we lost. We got that third round pick back with uh, Christian, who is uh, a tackle who could uh, find himself playing at guard come training camp. I think with Trent Williams, Morgan Moses, Brandon Scherf, Roulier was also uh, a good addition last year. I also heard that Sean Laval was re-signed as well, who could provide good insurance policy to your offensive line. Listen, you do not want these guys going down like they went down last year and you don't have enough bodies to put in the block, okay? So I think some of the moves that the, that the, that the front office is making is to ensure uh, and to, and, and to ensure that we have a insurance policy um, in the event that those guys go down. We have to make sure that we can be able to uh, last a regular season and additionally um, deeper in the playoffs. But I do believe that this team added a very effective uh, draft pick to be able to trade back and still get the running back guys and a third pick was a genius move at the time that it occurred. I was not a fan of the move, uh, but being as though they were able to get the man and guys uh, from a running backs perspective and be able to pick up Christian uh, from an offensive line perspective, I thought the move was a genius to be able to trade back and get two picks for that one pick. Uh, I think guys is going to be a Clinton Portis type of runner running hard i think he's gonna be on the level of ezekiel williams if you ask me looking at the lsu tape uh that this young man has brought to the table it is going to be a very formidable running core he along with chris thompson along with pirine uh, i think are my locks for running backs on this squad uh, i think if rob kelly can beef up we saw him come to uh the off-season uh, training exercises with a fresh do uh, he looks fresh he looks like he's healthy and that he's ready to play I think that Fat Rob, if he was able to bulk up between now and the start of the season, could become a penciled-in, tentative uh, opportunity to play a fullback position. That way you keep him on the squad. Maybe you use him uh, from a special teams perspective. Uh, but I do like Rob Kelly. I thought 
he was having a great season until he had his injury last year. Uh, but I do think that P. Ryan and Thompson are both locks. With the addition of Geis, it is going to be a monster running game this year, especially with the additions that you made on the offensive line. I think the screen game is going to be crazy. I think you'll be able to pick up third and ones, third and twos, third and threes, second and fours. That won't be a problem this year as in years past. Let me do a quick shout out. Galen in the building. Michael Oliver, Geis, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Michael, I think that you are correct. I would agree with you there. Uh, Philip, you might be right. Maybe you trade Rob Kelly. I'm not sure what kind of trade bait you'll get for him. If there's a team who lacks a running back, I think because of the draft, most teams picked up what they needed uh, at this at this juncture. You may not be able to get nothing for him. Uh, but, hey, who's to say? Maybe he has a good training camp. Maybe he plays on special teams. I don't know. Maybe he becomes a kick returner. I think that uh, there are some kick returners that we brought in. Strowman is one of them. Uh, I think you definitely got to look at your boy Troy Apke, the safety they got with the fourth pick. The guy is running a 4-4 as a safety. Maybe you put him back there and let him field some of those kicks. But I am a fan of not putting Jamison Crowder back there to field punts or kickoffs in this season. Keep him, keep the load off of him. Help him focus on his duties as a wide receiver, and I think that you will be okay. Stephen Rowley, captain, is in the building. I'm feeling pretty confident, sir. I would concur with you. Um, you're going to be at pretty much every game I know. Represent as you always do. You're doing a great job holding it up and holding it down. I do think this team is in a better position uh, on, on a number of positions, quarterback being one of them. Even though people argue that Alex Smith is about five or six years older than Kirk Cousins, I think he possesses the experience to be able to get you more touchdowns in the red zone, less turnovers, and be able to pick up yards on his own without uh, having to throw it all the time, and he can get a three-yard gain. He can get a four-yard gain. Uh, heck, Alex Smith torched us last year. Go back on YouTube and look at the game we played against Kansas City. We lost that game, I think, just on the back of Alex Smith. We do have him this year. I think he was a great addition. I think, a matter of fact, he was the longest deep ball threat in the NFL. Look it up. I am not lying to you. I come to you with facts and with the truth. Alex Smith was the number one quarterback on the deep ball, primarily because he had Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. I think Chris Thompson is going to be the Kareem Hunt, and I think Crowder is going to be the Kareem Hill. Add to that Paul Richardson, who is going to be a bona fide stellar receiver. Josh Jackson is going to be uh, coming out of his rookie season into his second-year campaign. He's going to do a lot more. He's got more in-game experience. Heck, they might still sign Des Bryant for all I know. I don't know. But I do think Trey Quinn, Mr. Irrelevant, will be uh, a type of Crowder uh, backup. I do think he has skills as a route runner, and he does have speed, and he does have great hands. I do look for Trey Quinn to make this team. Mr. Irrelevant will be relevant in the 2018 season. Let me know who you are and where you're from. Sue Madison Heights is in the building. Uh, Daryl, running that, can take it up to the house. Absolutely. I think Geis is going to be able to take it to the house. You're going to see this guy multiple touchdowns uh, and I think even when he's on the field and when you have a two running back set with him and Chris Thompson who are you going to check if he's running to the left you got Thompson to the right you still have to account for both of them not to mention uh, Davis uh, Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed and the three to four receivers that we have folks this is going to be a very prolific offense you can't double team everybody or somebody's going to be wide freaking open and i foresee alex smith getting the ball to the playmakers one thing that i think that alex smith also brings to this year this season is the ability to make off schedule plays as you know aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks that once the play breaks down the breaks down and the route has been run and he still has the ball 
he is able to do something and get out of those sticky situations and make something happen, one, with his legs and to be able to keep his vision intact down the field to see what receivers could make a play on the ball. I think that Josh Doxson is going to benefit from those opportunities where maybe the rush and the offensive line is not able to hold and uh, Alex Smith is able to get out of those tight situations and yet they're still able to find an open receiver down the field. I look for Alex Smith to do those things. Kirk Cousins could not do that. Kirk Cousins would throw the ball away when the route broke down, and that was something that Alex Smith is going to bring to the table. Uh, let me know. Asgar is in the building. Um, should we have drafted Derwin James? Asgar, that is arguable. If we go 12-4, and four, I'm going to say no. We should have not have drafted Derwin James. If we go 14-2, and two, I'm going to say no. We should not have drafted Derwin James. But if we go uh, a 4-12, and 12, yeah, maybe we should have taken a closer look at Derwin James. It's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of depend and it's going to kind of uh, have to wait until we see the outcome of the season in the regular season. But I thought Derwin James and Mink Fitzpatrick were great guys to have on your squad. However, the team went another direction. It is what it is. All right. Uh, we finally got a breakaway running back. I think that with Paul Richardson on the squad, watch this. Crowder is going to benefit from having another speedy receiver on the team. Remember, when Deshaun Jackson was playing wide out and Crowder was in the slot, Crowder was the man. He caught some crazy passes, short, intermediate, and long-range game because he was able to benefit from Deshaun Jackson pulling the corner and the safety down the sidelines. So I think that Crowder is going to have a prolific season. He's going to be the Tyreek Hill uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that Chris Thompson is going to be the Kareem Hunt from the Kansas City Chiefs. And in addition to that, Geis is going to be the home run hitter. First down and 10 becomes first in, uh, second and two. Uh, uh, second and five, first down. Third and one, first down. You're not looking at long range first downs this year. I thought that was a problem last year. Second and 10, third and 13. I think if the team can be more disciplined and not have some of those false start penalties, uh, neutral zone infractions uh, on the defense, I think that you're putting yourself in a position to win. I think special teams, you got to get better field position overall. I think last year we kind of averaged starting on the 19-yard the, the, the line. If you can start on the 30 to 35-yard line and give Alex Smith 70 to 65 yards to go the length of the field, I think your team is going to be that much fresh and it's going to be that much more um, – uh, you're going to stay in games a lot more, okay, because you don't have to go a full 100 yards uh, length of the field to be able to score a touchdown. Also, I think that this team will score more touchdowns than in teams of, of, of yesteryear and times past because last year we got in the red zone too many freaking times and had to settle with field goals. Field goals are great, but they do not win you games in this league. You have to be able to uh, limit the turnovers. You have to be able to limit your penalties. you got to play disciplined football. You've got to be able to run the ball effectively, and you have to be able to pick up first downs and keep the defense and keep the opposition off balance. Another thing that I state that Jay Group needs to do is to be able to make in-game adjustments on third and three, third and five. Uh, being able to go forward on fourth down if it comes down to that. Uh, being able to, to, to put different uh, wide receiver sets in the game. You're going to run a three wide, two tight end set. You're going to run a two running back, uh, 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 um, one wide receiver, uh, two tight ends. Maybe you put Chris Thompson out wide as a wide receiver. Uh, maybe you put uh, Der uh, uh, Geis out as a wide receiver. Mix it up. 
do some things. I want to see something different this year. You have the personnel. You got weapons. I don't want to hear any excuses. Alex Smith has weapons. He has Vernon Davis as a tight end, which is a, a reunite, reunited. Vernon Davis is back with Alex Smith via the San Francisco 49ers where Alex Smith was a quarterback there. He's going to connect with one of his favorite weapons in Vernon Davis. You can't forget a healthy Jordan Reed. If Jordan Reed is in, ha in fact healthy and a healthy Vernon Davis, that's two tight ends that most teams cannot boast that they have. Chris Sick Silk Terry is in the building. Uh, Tony Boyd is in the building. So Rob's still playing. I think Fat Rob is still on the squad as it stands right now. It is a terrible, uh, crowded running backfield. I think it's about six running backs on this team with Capri Bibbs, Byron Marshall. You can't forget Keith Marshall uh, from last year. Uh, but I think that I think Geis is going to come out as your number one. Of course, Chris Thompson is going to be a third down scat back. And I do think P. Ryan is going to get that second spot all off the strength of him coming out in his second year and his ability to be able to hold on to the ball a bit more this year, year over year. I think Fat Rob could be the casualty, but I'd love to see him switch to a fullback or maybe be utilized in special teams. All in all, I think it was a great draft, and I think this is a better team than it was last year. Uh, defensively, I think you will not have the 32nd ranked defense against the run this year. You picked up Pernell McPhee from the Bears, linebacker. You re-signed Zach Brown. Those were two basic powerful moves right there. Those are power surge moves right there. Uh, also, you added uh, Deron Payne on the line. These jokers will not be able to run up the middle like they have been in times past. Ezekiel Elliott, um, Saquon Barkley, uh, I don't care who you are and what your name is, you will not be able to run up the middle like you ran on us last year. And you got to be able to include uh, uh, Tim Settle, the big guy from Virginia Tech, who's going to be holding it down as well. Can't forget Jonathan Allen. Can't forget Matt Ioannidis. You can't forget all those big jokers down in the trenches. I look for this to be a great defensive year. I would go out on a limb and say this defense should be in the top 10 defense in the league top 10 defense in the league everybody comes to play if josh norman comes to play if 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 dj swearinger who's the leader of this defense comes to play if monte nicholson can stay healthy as the second safety folks you are going to see a defense who is not only opportunistic with interceptions but who's going to be able to strip the ball create turnovers be able to run some of those back for points and going to be able to stop teams against the run in an in in NFL uh, uh, in, in, in a day and time like this and in a division that we stand in with Saquon Barkley coming in from the Giants with with Ezekiel Elliott on the Dallas Cowboys with Philadelphia Eagles having a very prolific run game as well you have to be able to not only keep the middle held down but also the edges having the linebackers who can run from sideline to sideline and tack tackle and track track down these running backs but yes i do think that this defense is in the top 10 of this league and i think the offense will be in the top 10 of these leagues there will be some games that we will win and there will be some games that we might lose i don't believe this is a 16 and 0 season i believe that there will be some games that we'll be licking our wounds and say what happened uh i.e some games that happened last year especially against the saints the last game against the giants we should have actually ended the season nine and seven uh but that's arguable definitely should have won the game against the saints it definitely should have won the last game against three and 13 giants okay uh but i do digress from that point antonio white is in the building do you think jay gruden can coach these guys chris i think so and i hope so jay gruden if he cannot win six to seven games this year i think that jay gruden is out of here as the washington redskins head coach and i do believe that somebody else will step into his spot but i do believe that this is the year that the redskins not only make the playoffs but actually win a few games in the playoffs and this could be a super bowl bound team 
at least on paper. I have yet to see them cook the chicken. I'm hoping they're going to cook it. I want some chicken soup. I want some chicken kebabs. I want chicken sandwiches all the way around. I want chicken wings off the bone. I need cooking to be, I need chicken to be cooked in the 2018 season. Jay Gruden, you have to have in game adjustments. You have to game, you have to have halftime adjustments. You have to have a solid game plan. And these guys must be ready to play. No excuses. I could point to two games where these guys were not mentally ready to play. The first Dallas game and the first Philly game should have won those two games as well. Sean, will Geis be the starting running back? I believe he will because they picked him up in the second round, and I don't think that they have a home run hitter first round uh, 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 talent on the team right now. Chris Thompson is a third down back. He is great in the screen game. He is great uh, uh, in the um, other parts of the uh, offense, but I do not think he is an every down back like Geis. Geis will be our Ezekiel Elliott. He will run, pick up 10, 10 yards on first down, 20 yards on second down, 15 yards on third down when you're running the draw, okay? I think that's how good this young man is. Uh, I do believe in this team, and I believe that we have better pieces. We have better, uh, more refined pieces of chicken to cook this year. Uh, Oakland versus Washington, that's going to be a game to remember. Gruden against Gruden, coach against coach. That's going to be a game that might end up being a primetime game. Uh, off topic, let's put our stadium back in D.C. Phillip, not a bad look. I think that they've got to uh, deal with the government of D.C. Uh, I do think that's a good look. I think the traffic situation could be dire. I don't know where they would put it, but I think somewhere near Nat Stadium is not a bad look. Uh, maybe you tear RFK down and you build up a new one there. I don't know. Uh, make it more of a state-of-the-art type of stadium. Uh, but I do think D.C. is a good home for the Redskins. It's been the home of the Redskins prior to FedEx Field. Uh, and I loved uh, watching those games at RFK Stadium. Those were some, some history and some major, major years. All right. Uh, who else is in the building? Milton is uh, in the building. I see that early bye week. I was not a fan of that four, fourth week bye week as well, fourth or fifth week. I was hoping we'd get a bye week somewhere around the ninth or tenth week of the season. That did not happen. The NFL uh, is not nice to us, but guess what? It is what it is. Antonio White is in the building. Uh, this is the year of Jay Gruden. I see you, I see you, uh, Daryl. If the guys stay healthy, Chris Silk Terry, we are very scary. Listen, with Alex Smith alone, Dallas and Philly gave us a side eye. Then you add Geis. They gave us another side eye. Then you have Jordan Reed coming back healthy. That's an even bigger side eye. Not to mention the defensive guys who brought in on the defensive line like Tim Settle and Deron Payne. This is a much better team. You will stay in games. Games you lost last year, you don't lose this year. I think also as a prediction, this offense will average about 27 to 28 points per game. I think last year we were around the 21, 22 point margin. Uh, averaging per game. I think this year, with the addition of Geis, with Chris Thompson back healthy, with Alex Smith as the quarterback, with a healthy Jordan Reed, I think that you will see the offensive total in terms of points scored per game more around the 27 to 28 points a game. I would be happy to see the Redskins score 30 points a game and a solid defense that can keep your keep you, keep the opposition under 17 points. Then you can win some games. Defense wins games. Defense stops the other team from scoring. Defense bats down passes and makes sacks. Defense um, causes interceptions, okay? Defense tackles behind the line of scrimmage. These are the things that I want to see in this 2,000-year team. Milton, to be honest, need to convert to that 4-3 
I'm telling you, Milton, I've been preaching this since last year. I think you have the pieces and the parts to cook the chicken now from a 4-3 defense. Uh, in the 3-4, your linebackers are more um, up front and close and personal, and they have more emphasis on that particular defense. But with the 4-3, you depend more on your big heavies, and you have your linebackers backing them up. I do think Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen will eat up the middle, and I think Zach Brown is going to have a monster year, along with Pernell McPhee, along with Mason Foster, along with Ryan Grant. I think your linebackers, your Ryan Kerrigan's, are going to have a very good defensive season. Last year, Ryan Kerrigan had 13 sacks by himself. Preston Smith, I think, had seven. You're going to see that total go up. I would be uh, remiss to say I think Ryan Grant's will end up with 17, 18 sacks this year, and you could see uh, Preston Smith with about a good 10. You could see Zach Brown and Ryan Anderson with about four or five each. You could see Pernell McPhee with about four or five sacks because I think that Deron Payne, Tim Settle, Jonathan Allen, if he can stay healthy, are going to do some major damage against the run this year. Okay? I think great things are going to occur. I am down here in the city we call Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. It has been a great day, a great Sunday. Uh, we're hoping that it will continue to shine. There will be no rain. Uh, but I just want to come on and give you all a shout-out. Daryl, 3-4 to 4-3 all day. I think 4-3 is more. Um, I think that's going to be more formidable. I think it's going to be a more in line with what the defensive parts and pieces that you have right now. I think we need to go back to the 4-3. Um, yes, you can switch. And guess what? They play the base defense of a 4-3 in some situations. So I don't know. Even if you say 3-4, they still line up in 4-3. So even though you accept a 3-4 a as the terminology of the base defense, you still have the pieces and parts to switch to 4-3 whenever you want to, and that's good. Be hybrid in terms of your defense. We can go 4-3. We can go 3-4. We can go too deep. We can go man. We can step in a zone and still be effective. That's what I want to see in the defense. What's going on, Bowling Boys? Hail to the Redskins. Ian Mitchell's in the building. Uh, listen, shouting you all out. I hope that you all are having a great uh, weekend. Did want to come on and just talk about the uh, post-draft. I thought we did an excellent job. The third, the getting the third pick back from the loss of Kendall Fuller to, to, to Alex Smith, that was a genius move. I'm not sure who pulled that move and who pulled the trigger on that move, but that was a genius move to be able to pick up an offensive lineman in the third round. Listen. Peace out to you all. Love you. Check me out on Twitter, DC Sports Talk. Get ready to um, check out my new podcast that I got coming out this week as well, where we're going to talk about the Redskins, the NFL as a whole, and the basketball playoffs as well. We're going to venture out into basketball now. So listen, much love. Hail to the Redskins. Peace out. I love you all. Be looking for some events that we're going to be doing this summer into the fall and into the winter. All right? Much love at you, man. Peace.